my job on this expedition to try and find any evidence, dead or alive, to the existence of this. I am Heather with the Fort Weird Podcast. Rather dramatic today, Heather. I'm feeling dramatic. That's fantastic. <laughs> Hi guys, I'm Taryn. Oh, how is you? How are you? How are you doing? Uh, fat and sassy. Yes, fat and sassy. I'm always fat and sassy. I'm going to go on a massive weight loss here in about uh, five weeks. <laughs> It's coming up so soon. I know, right? Ah, well, well, when you are having the baby, I do have some co-hosts lined up so you don't have to worry about it. Okay. So when she's having the baby, I'm going to have a couple other different people on. And you can take off however many weeks you want. Do I get paid? No. Damn. Sorry. I know. No, I was talking to the co-hosts that are going to be taking over for you. And I said... I'm going to plan for three weeks just in case for, you know, just to get you settled and everything. (laughs) And I'm like, how long do people normally get maternity leave for? And they're like, why? I'm like, I don't know. I was just planning on being kind of similar to maternity leave. And they're like, are you going to pay her? I don't even get paid. Why am I going to pay her? (laughs) I like where they're going here. I know. What is my first paycheck? I don't even get paid. I've spent more money on this than I do getting paid. Well, Heather's friends, I really appreciate that. (laughs) No, but to answer your question, um, I think it's minimum of six weeks if it's a natural birth. Okay. Eight weeks if it's a C-section. And you can take up to 12. Oh, okay. See, I've never gotten maternity leave. Well, no. I have gotten maternity leave, but I don't remember how long it was for. So. I'm not sure how much I'm going to take. Probably 8 to 12. I haven't decided yet, but I'll be back to the podcast within one to two weeks, depending on what's going on. Okay, that's fine. And how much sleep I have. Take off however many weeks you want. It's cool. There might be a chance where the baby will be in my arms, like, sleeping while we do this. That's fine. You know, if the baby starts crying... It would be hilarious, I think, if we were telling a spooky story and then all of a sudden the baby starts crying. It's like, I'm, I know. <laughs> I know. We'll have to see. Spooky. <laughs> Your poor kid is going to, like, know all of this stuff before he really knows it. That's okay. Well, today is Ashlyn's birthday. I thought tomorrow was Ashlyn's birthday. It's today. It's I the third. It the no, it's the third. Oh. If she was born 15 minutes later, it would have been the fourth. Gotcha. She was born at 11.43 p.m. on the 3rd. Nice. Yeah, so now she's a big old seven-year-old. She's seven? She's seven today. Oh, my goodness. I know. <laughs> that, that's not possible. Oh, October's going to be worse. How's Riley going to be? Ten. Ooh. I know. It's Double worse. Digits. I don't like it. How does that make you feel? Not good. Makes me feel old. I showed you the picture of my little man, right? It made me feel really old. Oh, yeah. I saw it on Facebook. I mean, I know he's only three, but so we got the new car seat, the old car seat out, his car seat out. Yeah. For the baby. And what does he do? He sits in it and then says, mommy, it's too big. It's too small. 
Well, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, honey, you're too big. And he goes, well, no. I'm like, yes, sweetheart. You're, <laughs> you're too big. You're too big. And so I have this wonderful picture of the first time he ever sat in it. And mind you, this is like, he's 24, 24 or 48 hours old. Mm-hmm. He's crying because he's all strapped in. And then in the other one, he's pouting because it he no longer fits. <laughs> he's he's pouting in both pictures. <laughs> I still thought it was cute, though. It is. This is going to be releasing the day after the 4th of July. So I hope everyone had a happy 4th of July. Happy 4th of July. Yay. And I'm sure there might be more going on this weekend. We're going to, I guess Tyler invited a bunch of his work friends over because they don't have anywhere to go. So they're coming over. And then on Saturday, my parents are going to have this big, huge thing. So we're going to go over there on Saturday. It's going to be a good time. I might have to um, bombard your party on Saturday. That sounds like fun. Oh, Uh, it's at my parents' house. And it's them and two of their neighbors. One of their neighbors is an engineer. Therefore, he can wire all of them together. Can I come over? Yeah. Please? Yeah. It'll be so much fun. (laughs) Yeah. Come on over. I've already, I invited my sister-in-law over, too, so it's going to be a lot of fun. And all the kids, like, they all have kids, so they're all going to run around and play with each other. Fantastic. And Yeah. It'll be a good time. And my parents have a lot of land. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah, my kid's been there. I've never been there. Yes, he has been there. He's been there once. He went swimming with us. Yes. That's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> All right, so our episode today is 4th of July themed, because yay, happy 4th of July. Woohoo. Canada, Canada Day just happened, too. Do you know that? No. <laughs> so to the Canadians who listen, happy Canada Day. What's Canada Day? It's like 4th of July for Canada. Nice. <laughs> it's their, it's their, uh, the, what they celebrate, in Canada became a country. Mm. That's what they celebrate. Nice. So, guys, I want to apologize if Heather does random giggles throughout this entire podcast. Um, because I'm pregnant, I overheat a lot. Sorry, you made this sound really funny. I'm going to so, giggle a lot because you're pregnant. <laughs> you're pregnant. Sorry. I have a fan, like the the folding fans, uh-huh. and I, I keep making funny faces to Heather with it, and so she keeps randomly giggling. So I apologize. I'm just going to put my tablet up to my face so I can't see you. <laughs> so I'm not going to do a weird fact because the first thing I'm going to talk about is all weird facts. It's the weirdest 4th of July parades in different cities. The first one here is the Willy Boombox Parade in Willimantic, Connecticut. For the past 30 years... They hosted an annual boombox parade on the 4th because in 1986, no marching bands were available to perform in a Memorial Day parade. So the town had to get creative. One of the the residents, Kathleen Clark, suggested that a local radio station, W-I-L-I, play marching band music while the parade participants carry boombox radios tuned to that radio station. Since the town's first boombox parade, which happened on the 4th of July instead of Memorial Day, thousands of people have celebrated Independence Day by wearing red, white, and blue and carrying a radio tuned to W-I-L-I. Nice. <laughs> so, the annual boombox parade. So if you're around Connecticut, go check that one out. 
might sounds have to fun. See that one of these years, just just to see what that's like. Yeah, that sounds really fun. Number two in Atlanta, Georgia, the Peachtree Road Race. I for a second there, I thought you said Peachtree Road Rage. Not road rage. I'm, like, I'm sure there's plenty of that going on in Atlanta. I'm like, why are peach trees having road rage? It's like, that's not what she said. Could you imagine peach trees just driving around, throwing their peaches at them? Those darn peaches. <laughs> turn your turn signal on. <laughs> oh, rather than watch a parade participants march or stand on a float, some people in Atlanta... Spend their 4th of July morning watching 60,000 people run a 10K race. Nice. Because why not? It started in 1970 and is the largest 10K in the world. That's fascinating. 150,000 spectators camp out around different spots of the race to watch and encourage the runners. And everyone celebrates both the 4th of July and the end of the race at Atlanta's Piedmont Park. Sounds kind of fun. So it's not really a parade. It's a race. So let's go run. I don't want to go run. Why not? I don't run, Taryn. I can dress up in a clown costume and chase you. I wouldn't run. This is what I would do. I would honestly crouch to the ground and do this. I'm covering my eyes with my face. That's what I would do. That's what I do when I get scared. I don't run. Someone's going to kill me. That's fine. (laughs) I'm not going to run. Oh, poor Heather. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, I just don't run. Merle's Inlet, South Carolina. It's called the Merle's Inlet Boat Parade. Since 1984, residents of Merle's Inlet, South Carolina have celebrated the 4th of July with a boat parade. Thousands of people gather to watch the boats, which are they're decorated, patriotic colors, all that, eat food, wait for fireworks. It costs $5 to enter the parade, and the best decorated boats get a prize. What's the prize? I don't know. It doesn't say. Just a prize. Maybe money. Maybe some. I don't know. It doesn't say. Yeah. I decided I was going to go buy a boat. I Can we buy one anyways? Sure. Because <laughs> I kind of want that, one. That money that you're going to pay me from maternity? No, there you go. You're going to buy a boat we'll, with we'll it? We'll use that to buy a boat. It's going to be em- enough to buy a canoe. That, that's okay. It's big enough for the two of us. It's a boat. We'll make it work. It floats. <laughs> I really want to get one of those little paddle boats for out there in our really disgusting pond. Let's do it. But I think that'd be fun. I think we won't be able to get the kids off of it. Probably not. That'd still be fun. I like this one. This one was my favorite one of all of them. In Bend, Oregon, they have a pet parade. I was really hoping you were going to say the bed race. No, not the bed race. Do they do that on the 4th of July? Oh, no. I don't think they do. So a pet parade, huh? A pet parade, yes. Yeah. Since the 1930s, kids and their pets have participated in this parade, which has included everything from horses, dogs, goats, badgers, chickens, and baby coyotes. I was really hoping you were going to say bunnies. I'm sure someone has I don't know why, bunnies. but I was really hoping for the bunnies. I, I can probably say someone's brought a bunny. Probably. Some kids wear costumes and bring stuffed animals instead of real animals if they don't have a pet. Makes sense. There are water pools and shaded areas to make sure that animals don't overheat. More than 8,000 people watch and participate in the annual pet parade. That's awesome. Yeah, I like that. Gatlinburg, Tennessee. I love Gatlinburg. It's fun. I've been there once. Me too. It's a lot of fun. They have what's called the Midnight Parade. Because their parade begins at midnight, they get to boast the first Independence Day parade in the nation. Because it's at, at midnight, 
a lot of people like to camp out on the third in order to get a good spot to watch the parade. That makes sense. Because, yeah. It attracts about 80,000 people every year. You know the advantage they have of doing it at midnight? Hmm. No one has to overheat while watching oh, the parade. Oh, yes. Oh, that's probably the best perk of the whole thing because it's at night. Yeah. I think I would love that. That's when all the ghosts come out. Ooh, even better. I hear Gatlinburg is pretty haunted. I'm sure it is. Yeah. West Seattle, Washington have the kids parade. Uh, so instead of like normal floats and everything, kids walk, ride scooters, or bike along the route while parents push younger kids in strollers or wagons. Hundreds of families in West Seattle's North Admiral neighborhood participate. And some kids decorate their bikes and wagons with red, white, and blue. Nice. Because they're on little floats. After the parade, families can picnic and enter wheelbarrow and three-legged races at Hamilton Viewpoint Park. Nice. Aptos, California, get to have the world's shortest parade. About 40 miles south of San Jose in Aptos, that's where it is, they get to have the world's shortest parade, which spans a whopping two city blocks. Okay. Following a pancake breakfast, the 0.6-mile parade begins at 10 a.m., Features antique cars, floats that are under 13 feet high, bicyclists, walkers, music, and decorated trucks. After the parade, celebrators head to a party in the park to eat, play games, and celebrate Fourth of July. Sounds fascinating. So does Fort Wayne have a parade? Um, I think they had one, but I don't remember if they still do. My son's never been to a parade. I don't like parades, to be honest. Like, the, few, the few times I've gone to a parade, it's because I was voluntold to participate <laughs> yeah. in the parade. Either school-related stuff or mother-related stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I've just never been a huge fan of parades. Like, I don't see the point of them. Some of them I can see, like, but not all of them. Like, I like the veterans ones where you can see all the different... Yeah. That's kind of neat. Mm-hmm. But I've never actually found one that I sat on the side and really... Enjoy it. But like I said, every time I ever went to a parade, it was because I was voluntold, too. <laughs> I like that word, voluntold. <laughs> well, you know how I always, with my stories, I always have to tell a history. Yeah, you always go history, and then we, we're, we're still waiting for <laughs> something creepy. was a letdown on the creepy end. It was, and I've heard that it was very disappointing. And I said, you're right. I agree with you. It sure was. Why'd you tell me to do it? <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> no, not you. Because this was for David. My brother-in-law, David. This is your fault. David, we're going to have to have words. (laughs) He said, I thought there would be so much more to it. Well, there wasn't. So that's what you get. But since I always do a history, I thought I'd say some history on the 4th of July. Okay. We are going to talk about something creepy today, right? Oh, yeah, of course. I got creepy things. I'm I'm just waiting because, you know, I didn't get my... Creepy fix from yes last week. No, I got creepy things for you. Okay. It's, it's going to be good. <laughs> Did you know Yes. that the Declaration of Independence wasn't signed on July 4th? No, but the final rehearsal reading of it to make sure it was proofread the way they wanted it was done today. Or on the 4th. Well, it wasn't even in July. Really? Yeah, it wasn't in July at all. Hmm. No, I know. So it's now generally accepted that the De- Declaration of Independence wasn't signed on the 4th of July. Although that that's just the day the document was formally dated, finalized, and adopted by the Continental Congress 
which had officially voted for independence on July 2nd, which (laughs) July 2nd was the day that John Adams thought we should celebrate 4th of July. So it'd be the 2nd of July, not the 4th of July. It doesn't have the same ring to it. It doesn't. It's it's the Indy, the 2nd. I I don't know. No, no, I don't like it. Early. (laughs) I'm going to come up to you next year. Happy 2nd of of July, Heather. No, I don't. No, it doesn't work. I don't like it. It doesn't work. No. Early printed copies of the declaration were signed by John Hancock and Secretary Charles Thompson to be given to military officers and various political committees. But the bulk of the other other 54 men signed an official engrossed copy on August 2nd, with others to follow at a later date. Hancock boldly signed his name again on the updated version, which is what you see. He's, his is the biggest. Nice. John Hancock. <laughs> I've, I don't know if you've seen, you've seen pictures yeah, I've of him. Yeah, I've actually seen just it. the biggest. I went to the, what, the museum. Oh, did you? that had it as a kid. Oh, that's cool. I've never been there, so I wouldn't, I don't know. I, I was one of the good students, and I, I got to go on a week-long trip with the school to dc that was one of the things we got to see lucky you i didn't get to go because of 9 11 thanks terrorists or if you want to believe in conspiracy theories thanks government (laughs) we'll get into that on a different (laughs) yes we will (laughs) all right the first celebrations weren't much different than today's celebrations Beer, fireworks, guns. Yeah, everyone's letting loose guns, putting up, you know, cannons, fireworks, you know, food. Everyone getting together, just having a good time. Where are the drinks? I said drinks. You you know, like the fun drinks, not like the normal drinks. No, that's all they ever drank back then. (laughs) That's it. That's all they had was beer. (laughs) Independence Day celebrations began to look a bit more familiar it, around 1777, so that's kind of when it all started with the 4th of July stuff. Let's see here. The In Philadelphia, it said, The evening was closed with the ringing of bells, and at night there was a grand exhibition of fireworks, which began and concluded with 13 rockets on the commons, and the city was beautifully illuminated. Everything was conducted with the greatest order and decorum, and the face of joy and gladness was universal. That sounds like a reporter. Well, probably was. There were even ships decked out in patriotic colors lining harbors and streamers littering city streets. So it was pretty much the same. Red, white, blue. Everyone's having fun. Fireworks. That's awesome. Yeah, not much different. This one's weird. Eating salmon on the 4th of July is a tradition in New England. Why? Not hot dogs. Salmon. The tradition of eating salmon on the 4th of July began in New England as kind of a coincidence. Is it because it had a tea flavor? No. (laughs) It just so happened that during the middle of the summer, salmon was in abundance in rivers throughout the region. It was a common sight on tables at the time. Interesting. It eventually got lumped into the 4th and has stayed that way ever since. Even with the decline of Atlantic salmon. I like it. Yeah. So, you live in New England. Apparently, you're having salmon 
for 4th of July. I wouldn't mind it. I like salmon. I think it's really amazing. I like salmon when I'm not pregnant. I can't stand the smell of fish. I like it all the time. I was really upset when I was pregnant because I couldn't eat sushi. (laughs) You know, strangely enough, I know that feeling. (laughs) Really? It's the worst. And I love, I love sushi. Massachusetts was the first state to recognize the holiday. It recognized the 4th of July as an official holiday on July 3rd of 1781, making it the first state to do so. It wasn't until June 28th of 1870 that Congress decided to start designating federal holidays, with the first four being New Year's Day, Independence Day, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. Nice. I thought that was pretty cool. So, technically, Massachusetts was the first one. Good for you. Yay! Go Massachusetts! The oldest annual 4th of July celebration is held in Bristol, Rhode Island. And what do they do? Let's see here. That's 85 years before the 4th of July was even recognized as a federal holiday. One tradition began that continues to this day. Billed as America's oldest 4th of July celebration, the town of Bristol, Rhode Island has been doing Independence Day right since 1785. Festivities began just two years after the Revolutionary War ended. And 2019 will be its 234th entry. That's awesome. Yeah. Over the years, the whole thing has expanded well beyond the 4th of July. The town of 23,000 residents now begins to celebrate the United States on Flag Day, June 14th. All the way through the two and a half mile... July 4th Parade. Nice. What began as a patriotic exercise, meaning church services, has morphed into a bunch of parades, live music, food, and other activities. So they started it. Sounds like that's the place to go. I kind of want to go to Bristol, Rhode Island. There are around 15,000 Independence Day fireworks celebrations every year. I can believe that. I honestly thought there would be more. Most cities have them. Yeah, but yes and no. Even if they do, I guess some are smaller than others. I guess maybe larger cities only have them, because I guess the surrounding cities can go to the larger cities. Yeah, it's like Garrett, well, Garrett doesn't have them. Garrett does have them. And Auburn has them, and Fort Wayne has them. Yeah, that's why I'm like, I feel like most have them. I feel like that count might be off. Yeah, I don't know. Let's see. Most small towns spend anywhere from $8,000 to $15,000 for fireworks display. With larger cities going into the millions. That I can believe. Like the Boston Pops Fireworks Spectacular that averages more than $2 million. Holy crap, Boston. Although, let me tell you. I was in Philadelphia one year for 4th of July. That was freaking amazing. I was just about to ask you, where was your favorite 4th of July? Philadelphia by far. That was so awesome. Mine was actually Virginia. Really? Fort Lee, Virginia. Wow. That's pretty cool. It was, I think Philadelphia was just so awesome because, you know, it's one of the, one of the big cities for the founding fathers. Yeah. So they They gotta go big. (laughs) <laughs> go big or go home. That's right. And it was just amazing. We parked in a parking garage. 
and just kind of like went to the edge of the parking garage and just watched them from there. That's awesome. It was so amazing. I was, how old was I? I was 16 or 17 years old. Went to go visit my sister because she happened to be stationed near Philadelphia. It's the same reason why I was in Fort Lee. Oh, you were stationed around there? No, I was not. So my brother had just graduated basic and we were dropping him off for AIT, which is your advanced individual training. Mm -hmm. And they said, you know, hey, if you get here, drop your soldier off. And, you know, they should be able to be released to go join the 4th of July. So we dropped off my brother and then we're like, okay, well, we'll just wait for you over at the Pastility Bees. Well, they didn't release them. Oh. So, you know, it's the whole part of training. Everyone's got to get together. And they I'm watched stupid. it from their barracks, but they weren't able to go out and, like, socialize and whatnot. Well, damn. And so my mom, dad, and myself got to watch it. They had a huge concert with probably about, it seemed like about an hour long, if not longer, fireworks mm. parade. That's awesome. It was most amazing thing I've ever seen. That is so cool. So what I'm gathering here is if you want to see really, really good fireworks... Head to the East Coast because <laughs> they're going to be phenomenal. I mean, the other good one that I've seen was in um, San Francisco Ooh, okay. over the water. Oh, that'd be pretty. That was fantastic. And that was thanks to my sister. I got to see that one thanks to my sister. That'd be really pretty. I think I'd enjoy that. So I like that one, but definitely. Yeah, East Coast. East Coast. East Coast. Yeah, that's going to be good. They know how to do explosions. Next one, we're going to eat an obscene amount of hot dogs. I won't be. You don't want hot dogs? I like hot dogs. I like hot dogs, but he doesn't like hot dogs. Oh, He's gonna. He's gonna. (laughs) Just not yet. Just not right now. You know how many hot dogs are sold in America around the 4th of July? How many? 150 million Hot dogs. That's a lot of hot dogs. That's how many are going to be consumed by Americans on the 4th of July. According to the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council, which I find hilarious that there is one, (laughs) that amount of dogs can stretch from Washington, D.C. to Los Angeles more than five times. That's crazy. That is one. That's so crazy. In 2018... I feel like that's, like, way too many hot dogs. I agree. Like, seriously, like, go, go go get a burger. I want you to, I mean, but this guy, this guy right here, Joey Chestnut, ate 74 heart hot dogs, who won the annual Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Competition for the 11th time. See, that's where all the hot dogs are going. <laughs> Joey Chestnut just ate them all. <laughs> oh, that's a lot. And we're going to spend billions on other kinds of food. I can believe that. Billions. Food and drinks. Let's see, around $6.7 billion is what's going to be spent on food and drinks on the 4th. For the 4th. For the 4th, yes. I can believe that. How much did you guys spend for your party thing you're having? I didn't buy anything yet. So We'll have to come back to this conversation. Yeah, we'll see tomorrow when I go to the store. According to the National Retail Federation... That's the $6.7 billion. This includes food and other cookout expenses, averaging out to be $73 per person participating in a barbecue, outdoor cookout, or picnic. Oh, then comes the booze. Of course, you can't forget the booze. I like all these, like, different institutions, like the federal, not federal, the hot, the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council, 
National Retail Federation. This one's the Beer Institute. I feel like that first one you read, someone started as a joke and then it turned into a, into real, a real thing. Like, who makes that? Who does that? <laughs> that is so. Uh, can I get a job there? Sure. <laughs> you get to count the dogs or the sausages. I'll count the sausages. You get to count the sausages. <laughs> I want to do it. Well, according to the Beer Institute, more beer is sold on and around the 4th of July holiday than during any other time throughout the year. I can believe that. I probably can, too. Generally, Americans will spend around $1 billion on beer for their fourth celebrations and more than $560 million on wine. Okay, they need to put some of that money to paying off their college loans. Uh-huh. They should. They're not gonna. No, they're not gonna. <laughs> but they should. And here's the last historical fact for the 4th of July. Three presidents have died... And one was born on the 4th of July. Nice. Both Thomas Jefferson and John Adams died on July 4th of 1826. That's kind of a big story that they died on the same day. Mm-hmm. On the 4th. 50 years to the day after the Declaration of Independence was adopted. So I thought that was pretty cool that they died 50 years right after. But also, James Monroe died on the 4th. Who was the nation's fifth president? Who was born on the fourth? Well, the one president, it's the country's 30th president. Calvin Coolidge was born on July 4th of 1872. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Now we can get to the spooky stuff. Yay for the spooky stuff. All right, Taryn, I'm going to give you an option. Well, I have two things that I'm going to talk about for the spooky stuff. Okay. We can either do ghosts or we can start with aliens. See, I don't really think aliens are spooky. I think they're interesting. Okay. I think they're fascinating and it's kind of fun to talk about, but I don't find them spooky. So you want to start with the aliens and then end with the ghost? Sure. Why not? We'll start with the aliens. Like, I like it when we finish with our podcast and like it's dark outside and I'm walking home and I'm like, oh, what was that? Well, it's not going to be dark outside today. No, it won't be today. But still, like, I like being like on edge when I go home. That's weird, but okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? From the spooky stuff. Oh, no, because I don't want to be spooked out when I have to walk home. You don't have to walk home. We're in your garage. And just if I had to walk home at night, I would not want to have spooky stuff on my mind. All right. July 4th, Independence Day is a very big time to see UFOs. It's also a really good movie. It is also (laughs) a very good movie. You are correct. I love that movie. This is pretty great. There's actually a video of some UFOs seen in Denver, Colorado during 4th of July celebrations. Why do you think they come out for the 4th of July? We're not really sure. I bet you all the fireworks catch their attention. I don't know. I am kind of wondering about that. Can you see can you see fireworks from space? Yes, I think you can. So maybe they see like all these like little like, kind of like fireflies, you know, like fireflies catch your attention with mm-hmm. the little fly butts. Yeah, maybe it's just like, oh, oh what's what that? that? Oh, I gotta go check that out. That sounds cool. Oh, I don't want to cool. see this. I'm going home. Mm. I don't know. They, they tend to stay around for a little bit. That's because we're weird and they want to mm-hmm. investigate mm-hmm. and prod us. I don't, well, they, I don't know. I think they're just checking out the fireworks. But if you want to look it up, look up Denver, Colorado, 4th of July UFOs. There's tons of videos on it on YouTube. There are tons of people who caught videos of it, hmm. and they're just there. 
kind of stationary in the sky and they blink like they blink in and they stay there for a while and they might move a little bit and then they'll just kind of fade out and they're gone it's it's really weird Across the U.S., UFOs are seen by hundreds of witnesses every 4th of July. And in Denver, Colorado, the Mile High Stadium is a regular venue for them. Hmm. Every 4th of July, skydivers are confused by some as unidentified flying objects. So, some people think, the skeptics, are thinking that these lights in the sky during fireworks are skydivers. See... Maybe I can kind of see that, but at the same time, why would you be skydiving when they're setting off explosions That's into the sky? That's why I don't see that at all. Who's going to be stupid enough to do that? Have you met some of the people that are out there? I would like to think that a person who is mature and responsible enough to have a pilot's license would not be flying up into the air low enough. So skydivers can jump out of their plane into fireworks. I see where you're coming from, but if you know the fireworks can be set up there, then you know a mile over this traction, you're probably okay. Hypothetically, it, it is possible that it could be skydivers. But at the same time, I've met some of the people that are out there in our world, and some of them are extremely intelligent, and some of them are just, they're missing a crayon or two. I think it's stupid. I I just don't think that's plausible. I really don't think it's plausible that it'd be skydivers, and especially to have a light that bright on them. I guess I haven't seen the YouTube video, so I'm just going off of what you're saying. So. And yes, and in the YouTube video, they're not falling. They're stationary. They're staying there. They're not moving. Maybe they bungee cord out of the plane. That's even stupider. <laughs> I'm trying to be skeptical here. It's not working. It's just dumb. I, I, yeah, you have to watch the video. It's it, it's crazy. It it doesn't make any sense other than it's freaking aliens and UFOs watching fireworks. No, it's the chicken people. It's the chicken people in their egg shaped vehicles watching fireworks. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Oh, no, I don't know. It's really weird. So the objects are described as being incredibly faint, red-orange flashing lights inside of a globe that hover in unusual patterns high up in the air without making noise. Okay. Which I would think, okay, could possibly be an airplane, but airplanes don't just hover. There are planes out there that can hover. They're called helicopters. Well, I mean, besides the helicopters. (laughs) But, but they also make loud noise. Yes. These didn't make any noise. According it's to the, the ghosts. It's the ghosts in the sky with blinking lights? Yes. <laughs> if I could be a ghost and fly that high up into the sky, I totally would. Why not? Just to mess with people. <laughs> I would. So this article I'm reading this from even tried to fact check it with the website Snopes. Yeah. Which they do a lot of fact checking on a lot of different things. And they fact-checked it, and according to Snopes, it said that it's unproven rather than false. Hmm. So even Snopes doesn't know. That's like them saying, I'm not going to confirm nor deny what you're saying. 
Well, I'll let you figure it out. But yourself. it is unproven. Therefore, they don't have any but it's technical not facts. They don't have any facts to say that it's true or false. Well, Could be just stupid people skydiving. I don't think it is. I really don't. <sighs> so, and here, do you want to see? Here's a picture. This is a still from a video. That is what they look like. Interesting. Could be aliens. I think it's totally aliens. Or Bigfoot. I'm just going out on one there. Bigfoot is an alien. Maybe. He's like Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to read some of the um, these comments. These are reader comments from this article from people who live in Denver. Okay. This is Ronnie and Rob. Says, my date and I were on the roof of his house watching the fireworks and we actually saw this phenomenon two different locations. We had a view of the entire Denver metro area. So after the first set of lights faded, which were to the north, we saw them again right over Mile High Stadium. We're going to go on the roof again this year, but this time we'll take the binoculars and the video camera. Nice. They said they even put as an afterthought, we wondered if they were drones, but drones couldn't get from point A to point B that quickly. Especially without being seen. Yes. That, which makes sense. That was actually just written on July 2nd of this year. So I wonder if they're actually up there with their their camera and their mm-hmm. binoculars. That's the word I was looking for. Yes. All the rest of this, all the rest of these comments were done last year in 2018. Chris T. He said, we saw it too, and we were basically right under it. This was no skydiving team. They know. Who jumps into exploding fireworks? That's what I'm saying, Chris. I get you. He said, we thought it was a drone, but it was much too big. And then three other points lit up and just hovered there, not moving at all, then completely vanished. I haven't heard any other logical explanation at this point. So my theory is that there's other planets out there who are ahead of us in technology and are giving intergalactic tours to the highest bidders. And what better night than when we shoot small explosions under the air? I love that. Nice. Intergalactic tours of Earth. (laughs) That's so great. Denver Burger. This is from Denver Burger. Hold on. Who would name their town Denver Burger? It's not a name of a town. This is his username. Oh, my. (laughs) Still, Denver Denver Burger. Burger. Yes, Denver Burger. Is your name Denver and you really love burgers? Well, I'm sure he lives in Denver and maybe he does really like burgers. Or he owns a burger shop. Maybe he owns a burger shop. Who knows? He writes, I've seen the goldish lights twice now in Denver, once I think either 2016 or 15 on 4th of July, and then again this evening of last year. There were four or five of them flying in close formation, but more like a school of fish than an actual formation. I wonder if anyone's gotten any close-up photos. Oh, not close-up, but photos. Ivka82, I-V-C-A-82. My wife was driving and I told her to stop. I started filming with my... Man, he needs to put a comma right there. Filming with my phone. Four or five objects flying together. They disappear and appear again. That was no firework. And that was something else I recorded for 40 seconds. 
Jose. I like Jose. He's nice and simple. It's just Jose. That's nice. Jose. He, probably, he had to be the first one. Because on usernames, it's always like Jose dot something or with random stuff at the end. Because you, yeah. you can't have more than one. So he had to be the first one. Had to be the first one. He's the first Good Jose. Good for you, buddy. Yes. Go, Jose. He said, I saw this light last night, too. Got it on video. Looks very similar to the posted video. Jose, I want to see your video. I don't care if it's similar. I got to see it. All right. New to Denver. I've seen this last night also. I was amazed. And yeah, it was weird. I saw about four lights. I didn't have my phone to record it. Which is what I always say is like, even if you do see this kind of stuff, I I see that a lot of people had their phones and recorded it. But if it was me, I wouldn't even think of it. I'd just be like, whoa, lights. They're coming to get me. See, I think I'd still be the one like, proof. (laughs) Hold on, before you abduct me, let me send this to my friend Heather. (laughs) It's okay. It can be after. You gotta get videos while you're on the ship, too. I'm just gonna send a text real quick. Okay, alright. That's like, come find me and I'll give you updates if I remember. Alright, sounds good. I like it. Daniel. This is another good one. Thank you, Daniel. Daniel said, my wife and I live in Cape Cod, Massachusetts. So this is a different area. And on July 4th of last year, we went out to the beach to watch fireworks display. And we looked off to the left, out over the ocean, and we saw a bunch of UFOs ranging in size and shapes, from triangles to saucers, to flashing lights to orbs. It was amazing. It sounds amazing. And although we had just our iPhones, yes, we did take pictures, and yes, we did get video. I gotta see it, Daniel. Oh, Daniel, I want I want to see it so bad. And then, last one. I don't like her. N8 Stacia writes. Do you not like her because you can't pronounce it? No, I don't like it because of her comment. Yeah. Could they be paper lanterns? <laughs> yes, I suppose they could be. <laughs> but I feel like paper lanterns... They, still, they, they, they move. Yeah, they move out a lot. And then eventually the light dies. Yeah. And they come down. Yeah, and they come down. I don't know. I suppose, again, yes, some of them could be paper lanterns. They do get rather bright, and especially if they catch on fire in midair, yes. they get really bright. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, but that doesn't explain that, like, disappear, reappear, unless, like, okay, Joe Blow over here lit it and it went up. And then you just spotted it, and then all of a sudden the light went out, so it died. But then you still see it fall, because it's not like it's pitch black outside. Yeah. Like, you can still see them coming down. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I'm torn right now, because yes, it could be paper lanterns, but then again, I want to believe. It could also be people jumping out of planes. No, it can't, Taryn. That's stupid, and whoever decides to do that on the 4th of July is stupid. I'll do it. You're stupid. I see how it is. You don't, you just don't do it. I'm going to do it just to see if I see aliens while I'm going. Like, as I'm jumping. I don't want you to jump out of the plane, but if you could get up into a plane during the 4th of July fireworks and get some close-up pictures, that'd be cool. You know, if I didn't have kids, I would totally attempt it. (laughs) That that would be fine. You don't have to jump out of the plane. Why not? That's part of the fun. You just don't have to do it. That's part of the fun. I understand, but you don't have to. Don't do it when there's tiny explosions in the air. <laughs> uh, so that's the aliens. 
I hope you guys saw some aliens yesterday, because that'd be really cool. And if you caught any on video, you should totally send them to me so I can watch them. That would be cool. Because, heck Make yeah. me a believer. Make Taryn a believer in aliens, because she's never seen a UFO. Nope, just a car going in the opposite direction. <laughs> All right, we will end it on the ghost story. Finally! <laughs> All right, this is from some person who, who wrote this story, and I'm just going to read it verbatim from them. All right. Every year, for as long as I can remember, my family, consisting of my six siblings, my mother and father... My uncle and my grandparents watched the town firework display at our local park in Martinsburg, West Virginia. We would always arrive early to claim our favorite spot. Then my mother would bring out an endless supply of food from our picnic baskets. As we sat and ate, my father, the family storyteller, would recount the history of the park to all of us one more time. That would be me. I would love that. Between dramatic pauses and whispered awe, he would state that the exact spot where we sat was used by both Confederate and Union soldiers during the Civil War as a camp since the park was close to the Baltimore and Ohio Railroad Depot. I did fact, I fact checked this. Yes, this is all true. He told us a bloody battle had been fought in the park and that since Martinsburg was the second largest town in the Shenandoah Valley, It was a major strategic location. During the war, the town had changed hands between the Confederate and Union troops 37 times. Following our usual routine, my siblings and I got up to explore after we ate. But this year, we regretted that decision. For we missed out on a bit of authentic history. My uncle and grandparents stretched out on our blankets waiting for the evening's events to begin. My mother and father proceeded to clean up the leavings from our outdoor feast. The breeze changed direction and my father noticed an awful smell. He glanced in the direction from where this odor originated. He saw a strange boy, a teenager, leaning against a nearby tree. The odor became stronger and my grandfather sat up and watched the teen along with my father. My mother spoke up. What is that smell? My father looked over at her. It reminds me of rotten garbage. My grandfather nodded and chimed in. It's either horse sweat or rancid meat. Nasty. Disgusted, my father shouted at the teen. Get out of here. You're stinking up the place. (laughs) The boy showed no sign that he had heard my father. My mother rushed off announcing she intended to get help. When she returned minutes later with a police officer... She pointed towards the tree, but she realized the boy was no longer there. She looked down at my uncle, my grandparents, and my father and realized they were being uncharacteristically silent. My grandfather spoke not to anyone in particular. He just disappeared in front of our eyes. He then looked over at the officer. I know you won't believe us, but I'm pretty sure what we saw was a ghost. That night, two other groups complained about the foul-smelling boy. Several officers looked for him, but he was never found. The next day, my father ran into the same officer in town. He sheepishly told my father, 
Everyone described that boy the same way. He was five feet tall, wore tattered brown pants, a dirty red checked shirt, suspenders, no shoes, had filthy feet, and a floppy weird cap with a small brim. The officer hesitated, then asked my father, do you think he could have been a Confederate soldier? My father, who was a history buff, replied, while Confederate soldiers were often ragged, soap was in short supply, and they did wear caps with small brims. I remember that fourth, not because of fireworks, but because my siblings and I missed out on seeing a ghost. It's kind of a neat story. It is. So it could have been a Confederate soldier who stank. (laughs) There it is, guys. That was it. That's all I have for you today. Happy 4th of July, everybody. Taryn, give me a joke. (sighs) All right, I got one. I already read it to you. What is the difference between a duck and George Washington? What? One has a bill on their face. The other one has their face on a bill. (laughs) That's so good. (laughs) All right, everyone. Happy 4th. Have a wonderful weekend. Be safe. Don't get too drunk and then try to drive. Don't do that. Call a cab. Call a cab. Uber. Uber's great. Funny thing about Uber. Just to throw that out there. Okay. All right. I think it was, what, 2000? Don't meet people on the internet. Mm, yeah. And then shortly after that, it's like, don't get in strange cars <laughs> with strange people. Yep. 2019, order an internet, or order, order a, strange a strange person with a strange car online. <laughs> yep. To come pick you up. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, I read that. That's pretty funny, but very accurate. I thought it was kind of interesting. It is. Anyway, happy for- uh-huh. Happy Fourth of July. Happy Fourth of July, everybody. Oh, yeah. Please get a hold of us at... Fort Weird Podcast. Thank you. <laughs> Emails. You Heather. can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Fort Weird Pod. You can email me, Heather, at FortWeirdPodcast.com. Our website is FortWeirdPodcast.com. You can get a hold of us anywhere and listen to us anywhere. Woohoo! Woo! Boom, boom, boom! Fireworks! Yes! I did it! You know, Fourth of July. Fireworks. Taryn doesn't look impressed. All right, we'll see you later. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> The existence of this.